it it feels like it but I know it's not you know I feel like I'm doing more work but I I really I'm really not doing anything Welcome to Mimos Fractalus. With the pandemic coming to an end, but not quite finished, many schools are still employing distance learning strategies. Exactly one year ago, this podcast published an episode about students and teachers' experiences with online classes in Belize. At that time, the experience was new to almost everyone involved. I now revisit some of the very same students from last year's episodes, as well as some new ones. Sadly, the teachers from last year all declined the offer. Nonetheless, these are but a tiny sample of some of the experiences of Belizean students with online classes. Does it feel like you're getting more work during online classes as compared to -to face-to-face classes? It definitely feels like that because a lot of the work that we have to do as students happens during our home life as well. So... I, it definitely feels like there's more to do. And also, I feel like that because we're at home, some teachers think that we all of a sudden don't have other things to do. And so they give us more work. Like, I, I personally don't recall getting as much work during physical face-to-face school as we do online. So it definitely feels like more. Well, yes, it definitely does feel like we're getting more work. For, like, example... If we were in face-to-face classes, our work would be due like the following class, but instead sometimes they make it due the same day, but at, le- at 11.59, and sometimes those works accumulate, you know, so it can feel overwhelming at times. Oh, I just started to form, so I don't know the workload that they normally give in school, but I feel like it's more work compared to on, like, when we meet face-to-face. It, it feels like it, but I know it's not, you know? I feel like I'm doing more work, but I, I really, I'm really not doing anything. I, I think it's just the fact that it's just you're always at home. Like, it's like the whole day just at home instead of being out at school. And then, like, you know, I have volleyball. I had steel pan. It was, like, different for me. And then just being here is making me feel like I'm doing the same thing. And it's just, you know, work. How have you physically adapted to online classes as compared to when online classes first begun? For example, how have your eyes um, adapted to the increased screen time, your sleep schedule, etc.? In terms of my eyes, I remember when we first started, my eyes used to hurt a lot, but they hardly hurt anymore. So I think that's how my eyes have adapted. For sleep schedule, I think that compared to before, I'm staying up a little later because, like I said, um, most of the work that we get done happens during our home lives. So I think I'm ha- having to stay up later to adapt. And I mean, this isn't really an ad- adaptation, but my back is like all the time now. So that kind of sucks. Well, personally, I really do feel like I've um, physically adapted for example like I feel I feel more prepared and I feel less uncomfortable like at the beginning of classes I didn't I didn't even have a desk in my room but now I do and I, I um it helps with like my back aches because I, I would get those and my I don't really think my eyes have adapted 
so like the extended screen time but i got um those blue light glasses to help me and um my sleep schedule is actually very good because i i finish my work about like between seven and eight and then by nine o'clock ten o'clock i'm in bed yeah i feel i need more rest resting time compared to when we go face to face because i have to rest my eyes because most of the time i'm doing homework on the computer the eyes used to actually be a problem for me when it first began. I used to always have constant headaches, but it, it has gone away. I'm fine with the eyes now. The sleeping schedule, especially since over here, the time difference, I just uh, go to bed later and wake up later. So it's not too bad. I, I mean, it's like a healthy one. It's not really bad. But um, other, I think I've actually adapted pretty well. At the beginning, it was all over the place, but now like I... I've learned my time management with it. So I put everything, you know, in its place and do everything at that time. What do you do to draw the line between school time and home time, given that you are going to school at home? I know some people are probably more organized with it, but for me, I feel like it's the exact opposite. Like, I feel like I don't really draw any lines. Like, I just kind of mesh them together. For example, when we're at school, sometimes if I don't have any um, graded assessments or anything like that during certain classes, I'll be doing something else or like just reading or something. And then I get all my work done after school ends or um, when I'm doing all my work in the evening after every task that I do, then I'll go on my phone for like an hour and then I'll go do my other schoolwork, then back to my phone. So I kind of just mesh them together. I don't really separate them. Well, um, there's this this one rule that I have for myself where I never go on my bed from eight o'clock to two forty-five. Like I, cause I try to separate my room with an imaginary line, and I, I I try to never go on my bed between those times because when you're at school, you, you're not on a bed, right? So I I try to, and then after school, after two forty-five, sometimes I take a walk around my yard and try to envision like you know I'm walking from I'm walking home from school. And then, uh, like on the weekend, to kind of like separate the time, I would I would take I would try to do all my my homework on a Friday night, so that the weekend I have time to kind of relax and spend time with my family. I have a set schedule, like set out line for the amount of time that I do work, and then the rest I spend like playing games or relaxing my mind. Well, first of all, I always do school at a desk or else I will get distracted. So school time is at a desk with my headphones on, you know, on my iPad and stuff. But home time is when I'm in bed watching Netflix. That is home time for me. How is your mental health now compared to last year when online classes um, and the pandemic first started? I think that now it's definitely better just because I've had time to adapt and get used to it. But when we first started, it was kind of like chaotic and um, it was very overwhelming. And so it was kind of intimidating. And so I think my mental health was worse back then. Well, I think that my mental health has really improved. Because at the beginning of the online classes, I was very stressed and emotional and frustrated because it was something very new to me. And I didn't really know how to cope with all the work and being locked up and socializing because I'm a person who is very active in sports and 
and dancing and socializing on a whole. So it was very hard for me. But now I'd say I definitely adapted better because now I have a routine that I follow to ensure that I get all my work done efficiently without feeling clustered or overwhelmed. And um, sometimes, though, I, I do feel a bit sad sometimes because I feel like I'm living the same day over and over and over. So sometimes I would switch it up. So some days I would do my homework in my room. Other days I would do my homework on the veranda. Other times I would do it like, um, in the living room just to kind of like switch up the scenery a bit sometimes. I feel like it has decreased because there's less social interaction. Uh, I would say probably the same. Just the difference is that when the pandemic was like in Belize, I still saw some of my friends, like, you know, the ones that were close and we, you know, we made sure we were quarantined and stuff. But then now I just I don't even have the opportunity. So I think I'm just a little more down lately. But yeah. Do you feel that teachers take students' mental health into account when teaching online? I feel like most of them don't really. Um, some of them have been more accommodating and a little bit more understanding. But for the most part, I think not. Like some teachers are still very strict with deadlines and expectations, and especially since the workload has increased. And it kind of concerns me because if I am having a hard time, it makes me worried for like students who have um, mental illnesses or who are neurodivergent, for example, if they have ADHD or are on the autism spectrum. I have a few friends who have ADHD and I just get so scared for them because if me, someone who's neurotypical, is having so much problems adapting, like I just think that it might be unfair to um, students like that because if your brain literally doesn't function in the same way as someone else, how can you be held to the same standard as them? So yeah, I feel like our school doesn't really or most schools don't really make accommodations for students like that, especially since it's online. I feel like they should definitely think about doing that. Um, I feel like some teachers take it into consideration, but I wouldn't feel like they don't take it into consideration. Others don't take it into consideration, but they're more like, we need to get this work done, you know? Because there's some teachers who, um, they ensure that we understand the work and they give us very minimal, like maybe one, one quiz and then like a easy classwork. But then there's others who like before, you know how you have to take notes before the lesson, they would give you like a respond and review. They would make that due before the class. And I find that kind of like contradicting because I'm like, what if I don't understand the work? And then you have this thing graded before the class, you know, so I think you should have been like after. And then there's some teachers who kind of like bombard you with the work. But I guess in their head, they're saying we need to get this work done because Fort Farmers finish, you know, ahead of the other forms. Some of them do care about like how the students feel, but some just like give a lot of work. Uh, most of them they do. I feel like they're very lenient. Even like if you tell them what's going on, they you know they'll help you out. But some of them, I don't, I don't know. Some of them they they worry me. <laughs> but um, I think most teachers, for the most, they really they understand the situation and they're very helpful. Do you think face-to-face classes will one day become obsolete? I don't really think so, and I I don't hope so either, because I know that we'll keep advancing technologically and and it will definitely become more prevalent. But I think there's definitely something unique about having face-to-face classes, and there are certain things that you can only really learn when you're there in person, especially when it comes to, like, science subjects and stuff. 
Um, and also when you're in person, you in person face to face classes, you get to just um, form a bond with all the students around you and with your friends and with your teachers. And it sort of brings up motivation because you see other people around you hard at work and it makes you want to work harder too. So there's this definitely something special about face to face classes that I don't think that online classes can replace. Um, personally, I don't think face to face classes will become obsolete one day. Um, I feel there's this thing called all reliable. I feel like um, face to face, ha um, can you say like, I, f I know I'm, I know face to face has been a bit traditional compared to online classes, but many students, they learn better face to face and they have that human connection because you know, humans are, are people who who um, are very socially interactive people. So they crave that, that connection that they don't really get for online. Uh, I don't really think so because I feel like some people would like, rather go face to face after like experiencing this, this online classes for too long, you'll get tired of it. No, I don't think so. Definitely not. What do you think about the government of Belize's plans to reopen schools in April and May of this year? When I first heard about it, I didn't really think it made sense, at least for the schools that are doing online. Because if we had already spent the entire year doing online classes, why would um, we suddenly just go back to face-to-face -to -face, um, in the last few months of school? So I, would, I was definitely thinking it would be smarter to wait until August or September, whenever school usually opens back after summer, just because we're already so used to this one thing. It would be kind of unfair to just throw students into back to face to face without having them be prepared first. Well, um, I feel like it's a bit rushed because the school year is already ending and it's definitely ending faster for the um, seniors. So barely anyone has any proper necessities like uniforms and, and school shoes and students doing students have been doing online classes for over a year now and to suddenly just drop the bomb that they're going to have to do online, like on to face-to-face -face school is a bit harsh to me, to be honest. Like, I think they should kind of like phase it in, like two days face-to-face -face, and then um, three days um, um, online and then like, you know, kind of increase the face-to-face -face a little bit just to kind of like, you know, phase it out. I think it's a bad idea because they're just rushing things. Like most of the children, they can't, they can't even get the vaccine and there's not even enough vaccines to go around. And the vaccine needs two shots that, like, that are like a week away that you have to take them. And I feel like if we go back without taking the vaccines or anything, then the cases might rise. I love the idea. I wish I could be going back to school, but I hate it because I'm not in Belize. After I finished interviewing the students, I gave them the opportunity to ask me a question. How, what was the hardest thing for you for adjusting to online as a teacher? Uh, the most difficult thing I would have to say would have been balancing work and um, home. Because since we're working from home, the lines can get blurred so easily. Some people, they would, some teachers, I'm talking about when I mean some people, some teachers would work 
straight through all hours of the day and night and then like you know make themselves feel burdened and then they experience teacher burnout um and you know at first for me that was kind of an issue but then i decided you know what weekends i don't do any schoolwork right after five i don't do any schoolwork kind of thing and i try my very best to keep to it um and you know it was very difficult for me at first because then i had to also make sure to keep in mind that i have to keep my daughter on track with her schoolwork her teachers are sending her work um online and i have to make sure that she stays with it and uh, you know um i found it very difficult because i remember early on in my career i saw other teachers older teachers who had um children who they would neglect their children's schoolwork to do their um job you know and i said to myself when i observed that earlier in my school year i don't want that to happen to me so when i saw that starting to happen at the beginning of this school year because i was working too much and working all the time basically and i was not keeping track of my daughter's schoolwork and making sure she did what she was supposed to do that's when i made a decision to say okay you know what enough is enough when you know i have to keep a make a schedule and stick st um keep with it not stick to it so that was like um the most challenging part because i am a person who when i am at work i'm all into work and then when i'm at home then i you know totally relax that was like of course back when it was face to face and so then now working from home when the lines got blurred it was difficult to detach away from work and be the home person I needed to be. Um, how has online teaching been over the past year? Like, how would you compare your experience at the beginning as compared to now? Okay, so in the beginning, um, like for almost everyone, you know, it was very new, and um, I I remember distinctly hearing from other teachers who had been a part of the dj pilot program you know listening to their complaints and struggles and i thought to myself well what can i do to avoid those problems and so i started making my videos ahead of time and sending it to my students right sending it to you girls and um if i were to compare that to now I think I've gotten better at making those videos now. I enjoy it a lot more now, the process of making those videos. So that's one thing where I can say, you know, I see a difference, definitely. The quality of the videos, the enjoyment of the process. Yeah. And do you feel like your students are learning better now as compared to at the beginning of online classes? Um. <laughs> And that's that's debatable, but I think so because then I remember at the beginning of online classes when the minister at the time said we're not supposed to give assessments, and so there were no assessments. So of course, if you're not held accountable, you won't you know take it seriously, whether you're a student or an adult. You know, compared to now where there are assessments, you know where things are graded. I think things are taken a little bit more seriously. So I think that more actual learning is taking place 
I think so. I think so. <laughs> well, I can vouch for myself and say personally, I've, I've, I, I'm learning, especially for your class. I'm learning for online. Yeah, since you're a teacher, right? Do you like think about how the students are doing their work or like how how they will complete their assignment? Yes, yes, I do. Um, I generally um, sometimes every now and then I like to just you know apart from whatever I'm supposed to be teaching that day, just you know check in on them and ask them how they're doing. I try not to do it too much because I don't want it to seem um, like um, insincere, like oh, every day you know, sir, I ask how you do, so you know, really mean it. You know, it, does, it doesn't come across with that yeah. same meaning. You know, um, don't, I try not make it seem so routine, um, and I try to um, not give the students too much work or too little. You know, try I try to keep in mind that they're gonna be in front of a screen, probably sitting down for many hours a day, which isn't good for their health, you know, they should be a little bit more active. So I try not to give them too much work that will keep them behind a screen sitting down. Um, so I try to, you know, be um, mindful of the students in those ways. Oh, yes, I have a question for you. How, how do you feel towards this whole online thing? Like, do you hate it like all of us students or do you kind of like it? Honestly, there are some perks of it that I really do enjoy, such as I don't have to wake up so early in the morning to get ready, <laughs> to get in traffic to get um, to work. You know, I can pretty much wake up at 7 o'clock. When before in-person classes, I would have to wake up at 5 to make sure I need to get everything done, like, you know, make breakfast for the family, go and sit in traffic for like an hour, basically, you know, things like that, that I I, I could very much do without. So I'm glad for that part. Um, another part I like is when I give assessments that are um, multiple choice quizzes and it grades automatically for me, then that's less for me to mark. So, you know, um, <laughs> I enjoy that. Um, my school, we are doing this um what's the name of the thing again the, um, the module guy the switch learning flip yeah flip classroom right yes sir. right so my school we're doing flip classroom model where we you know make the videos and then send it to the students before class and i kind of enjoy the process of making the videos and doing green I screen work and that stuff <laughs> Yes, right. So, so those are like three things that I totally enjoy about it. Um, I must say, you know, at first it was very weird, like looking at a screen and not seeing any of my students, you know, and looking at this little circle where the camera is. If I, you know, want to like have it seem like if I'm making eye contact with them, even though I don't see them, but they can see me directly, you know, it was very weird at first, and up till now, it's still weird. But um, yeah, I haven't fully adjusted to that. So, you know, there, those are the pros and cons that come to my mind, you know, right off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. And with that, this episode comes to an end. I thank you for listening and I hope you listen to the next episode. Goodbye.